discovering stories of courage, determination, and hope. Welcome to Faith Radio's On the Road. Now, here's Ryan Thomas. Well, Mercy Me's Bart Millard says he's not particularly gifted at writing story songs. This will come as a great surprise to millions across the world who followed a career that's taken them from I Can Only Imagine to this year's mega hit, Say I Won't. Now that powerful track headlines the latest full-length release from the National Treasures called Inhale, Exhale. Just released days ago, and the one and only Bart Millard is back on the road today. Sir, it is just the best to have you here. And, you know, we got to tackle the really hard-hitting questions up top. I saw you tweeting about Mountain Dew Code Red recently. And I'm curious, is that the real secret that has powered the musical grandeur of Mercy Me all these years, good man? Well, I was kind of making fun because uh, I, I, uh, a couple of my friends, we got into this whole Dogecoin thing and the <laughs> cryptocurrency. And so all these people were the, the same people that did the whole GameStop rally through Reddit and stuff were yes. made yesterday Doge Day where they were trying to rally everyone to buy in and it to shoot up in value. And so I was like, oh, great. I have some. So I'm sitting there anxiously watching as it plummets and does nothing. <laughs> and so I tweeted like, oh, wait, you know what? They're, they've been playing Halo or Call of Duty all night. They got to wait for the Mountain Dew Code Red to wear off, wake up out of their mom's basement. And then they'll start trading this stuff. And so it was like, yeah, never happened. That's all right. Luckily, I wasn't all in. <laughs> so, brother, you said you spent over two years writing this project, and you ended up practically rewriting it two or three times. Just how much of a curveball was this pandemic? Because I know that whole experience of putting together an album like this is such a marathon to begin with. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was definitely a huge curveball for all of us, and and uh, I think that's. We, I mean, our first single's Almost Home. It'll be almost a year and a half old by the time the album releases, which is odd. And we should have released an album a couple of months after that. But then the pandemic hit. We weren't touring. The label's like, man, we're, we can't release an album now. We don't know what the future holds. And so we kind of put everything on hold. Well, in, during that time, we were like, man, it just seems odd that we would have finished an album going into a pandemic, which, you know, has its place or whatever. And, and but we just didn't want that weird cycle of we wrote all these songs because of the pandemic, but it doesn't come out till two or three years later or mm. whatever. So, so we just kept writing and kind of wiped the slate clean and started over and, and the album, man, it took on a whole different life. And I mean, even to where the album title was going to be spaceman. And that's why there's an astronaut in the almost home video. But then we're like, that's not it anymore. We, and I think we kept saying, you know, throughout the whole thing process of like, man, we want this album to allow people to take a deep breath and just set the things that they're worried about aside and just, mm. and remember what matters. And I guess we said it enough that the title became inhale XL. It felt like pretty natural. And, and the, the, the artwork on the album cover is like this set of lungs and people are like, well, you know, was that intentional? I was like, well, of course it was intentional. Not, you know, because we wanted this album to be a timestamp of this whole weird season we're in, you know, cause hopefully it'll never happen again, but people are going to talk about this a hundred years from now, like yes. the Spanish flu or whatever. And so, you know, I seem to count my days, like everything is referenced to when I made an album, like, oh, my son was born during Coming Up to Breathe or whatever, and <laughs> just kind of how long we've been doing it. And so I wanted this to absolutely, when I more than any record, when I look at this album, I'll know exactly what was taking place and where I was and how it was made. And so that was important to us. 
I know you spent so much time talking about Say I Won't, and of course, I'm going to ask you about it in just a moment. Sure. But uh, your son, Sam, you mentioned your son makes a big splash both as a songwriter and a vocalist on the record. And from what I've read, the first one was totally intentional, but the second one was actually maybe not so much something that was intentional, but something that just happened. Can you explain that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sam, super talented. He's 19 and, and uh, just kind of trying to find his lane and he knows he wants to be, to make music on some level. And so I was encouraging him like, man, you, you, your voice is amazing. You know, just to practice your songwriting. And so he was with a couple of friends uh, writing a song that was basically, there's these little publishing companies that'll reach out and say, Hey, American Idol's looking for a song for their commercial. We'll pay you a couple hundred bucks. And, and then that's, it. it's kind of a scam. There's no royalties or anything. It's just kind of, that's all it is. And for Sam, he was like, any opportunity is great. So we're going to try it. He played the course for me. I'm like, buddy, this is really good. You're not giving this away for 200 bucks. Like, I don't know where it goes, but just hang on to it. Whether you record or another artist, you never know. And so then I'm playing it for the band and the label, just bragging on my son. And they're like, dude, this song's really good. Like, you, this should be, we should put this on the Mercy Me record. And I, you know, I was kind of like holding back the tears. Like, are you kidding me? And, but then it was also awkward because he was, we weren't talking about him singing on it. So I was going to go back to my son and say, buddy, daddy loves your song. Now daddy wants your song. It's like an <laughs> awkward thing. And so, uh, and so at first he was like, that's weird. Cause we just talked about maybe you can record it one day or whatever. And now I'm going back on that. And I was trying to convince him like you would, this is actually a legitimate songwriter. Like, you know, this will allow you to kind of start paying your own bills where I'm not. So that's a win-win. And, uh, <laughs> and so, uh, and so he finally, they came around and said, yeah, okay. And when we were, I was, I helped him finish the verses. And then I was doing a demo vocal just to show the label what it could sound like. And I was really sick and my voice was shot. So I just had him finish the back half just to get a complete thought. And when I played it for the band and the label, they were both like, we should leave Sam on here. Like, it mm -hmm. sounds really, really good. And, and that was very emotional. I was like, are you, are you kidding me? Cause I would never, I don't want to suggest it. Like I'm the head coach whose son is automatically a quarterback <laughs> or whatever, but I was freaking out on the inside and, yeah. and it, it helped me on so many levels. It, you got to be a songwriter on the Mercy record and he's still getting featured. So it was like everybody wins and I couldn't be prouder. Like we have some cool features like Gloria Gaynor on a disco song and yeah. Gary LaVox and Rascal Flats. And, but, but this one is absolutely my, my favorite one, obviously. And just, uh, I mean, I've been in a band long enough to where I saw him born and, and I was in a band and now he's a grown man singing on a record. So it's been a while. <laughs> Oh, man, I just can't imagine. What a special chance to share that gift with your son and see him come into his own that way. Uh, the band, of course, the national treasure that is Mercy Me. The brand new record is Inhale, Exhale. Mr. Bart Miller with us today on the road for Faith Radio. And he's looking very dapper, by the way. I can tell you this because we're on Zoom. You as the radio listening friend, I'm sorry you can't see him, but he looks very comfortable and very chic, if I may say so as well, sir. If a hoodie is chic, then I'm in. <laughs> so, of course, the story of the song, uh, Say I Won't, has just been so touching for so many of us. And the thing about this, really, it begins in unimaginable loss. If you could just take us through, uh, Bart, your great friend Gary Miracle, and how this shocking illness that takes his arms and his legs from him uh, really has been transformed into a message that's given hope to so many of us. Yeah, I started Say I Won't in 2019, and uh, and it's pretty, it's not uncommon to kind of step away from a song and finish it later, and so the song started as being 
you know, mostly about identity, understanding who you are in Christ. And when you realize what you have inside of you, there's really nothing you can't do. And, and uh, that's where it started. And then we kind of started working on other stuff. And in the Christmas of 2019, Gary was our first merch guy 25 years ago. He was our guitar player's roommate. He's a, just a dear friend of the family. And uh, Gary got really sick and, um, and uh, yeah. And, and, they thought they were going to lose him and they had him on life support. And when they realized that they were going to be able to save him, they knew they were going to have to take his limbs um, because of how long he was on life support and just blood circulation and stuff like that. So, and it pandemic hits, we have to watch from a distance and, um, and just became consumed with his story to where, man, you know, whatever consumes you will show up in your writing pretty quickly when you're working on an album. And, and so the say, I won't, going back to finish it, it becomes this kind of overcomer kind of Rocky moment, like the bridge talking about keep saying, I won't, and I'll keep proving you wrong. And, and so um, we couldn't tour, we couldn't promote, we knew it was going to be the first single. So meeting with the label, we were like, man, we need to have a video that's very powerful because we're stuck in our houses and we just want to reach people. And, and so the label said, Hey, we've heard about this cert, this family who's, had some kind of illness and it wasn't a family new or whatever. Maybe we could do that. And it felt kind of slimy to like, we're exploiting this story to sell a song and we just didn't want to do it. And I remember that conversation saying, why, why would we do that? Cause this whole song is about Gary. Oh wait, we should tell Gary's story. And, and uh, it just felt very natural because we trust each other. He's been a friend for so long. And so I reached out to Gary and I remember him saying like, man, I don't, his outlook on life, his attitude is so unbelievable. But he said, I hope, that all this has purpose and meaning where people feel like they can overcome whatever they're going through. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but he said, but I don't know if I'm emotionally or spiritually ready to start getting on stage and telling my story. And I was like, well, buddy, I said, what if we told the story for you for now and did the heavy lifting and we can protect you from whatever you want to do or don't want to do. And, and just, and I mean, he was in tears and he was like, man, we, we've been praying how to kind of ease into this. And so he was all for it. And the video turned out better and, and we ever thought possible. And, and, uh, and it's funny because now we think we've probably created a monster because he's he, every day he's like, Hey, the song's kind of slowing down the charts. What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? What are you not doing? We're like, easy pal, we'll get there. And so, uh, but it's been a, it's been cool to be able to, to take this journey with him and, and, um, and just, yeah, the level of trust has been so key to, you know, not just making sure that he's good through all this and, um, you know, and, being able to be brutally honest with each other and Hey, maybe you should or shouldn't do this interview. It's just, it's been cool. Like it's like working with a brother. The video really is beautiful. I want to ask you a further question about that. in just one moment, there are two places where these lyrics uh, just leap off the page for me early on. You say, while I've been waiting to live, my life's been waiting on me. And then a couple Mm -hmm. verses later, I'm going to know what it means to live and not just be alive. And what I couldn't help but think, it, it's one thing to come to the places where we discover that's true, like you have with Gary's story and see it with your own eyes. How do you try to hold on to that, you think, going forward? Oh, man. I mean, uh, it's, it's, some days it's hard. Some days it's really easy. But, um, you know, it's, it's this this pandemic, I guess if there's a bright side to it, it's, it's been really easy to not take for granted every second that we're given. Uh, and, you know, we, we kind of joke about how we've written our fair share of funeral songs, if you will. And, 
And we, this song is all about living. It's uh, about taking advantage of every second that you're given. And, and it just feels good to sing about that. And, and not only just like, don't miss opportunities, but it feels good to when your message is, Hey, when you realize what you have, it's like having the Batman utility belt, never looking down, <laughs> like what is that been the whole time? It's like, everything changes. The last thing the enemy wants is for us to truly understand who we are in Christ. And, mm-hmm. and so it's, uh, it's just, it's, it's so much fun sharing that message. And, uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's, man, I, the pandemic has been a huge blessing in a, in a sense of me being forced to slow down mm-hmm. and realize that uh, hopefully we never go through this again, but I for sure know I'm never going to go through this again with my children at the age that they're at right now. You know, I have five kids and, and it's like to stop, especially when I travel so much to stop everything and to have days to where the most important thing I'll do that day is to figure out what ice cream I'm eating with my 11-year-old daughter, that's a huge win. And, uh, and so learning to slow down and to cherish that um, uh, is, is, I'll be honest, something I would have never done on my own. And it literally took the entire world being put on hold <laughs> to get it through my thick skull of what, you know, what matters. And so in that way, I'm grateful. Horrible season and you know, and so much bad stuff has happened, but, you know, whether we like it or not, we had to go through it. And so just trying to find the silver lining, if you will. And, and, you know, God's still on his throne and he was still moving and he was still showing me things even more so when times are hard. And, and this is that this inhale exhale is kind of a product of that. It's an overflow of literally clinging to Jesus, probably more, more than ever in this past season. You mentioned uh, smilingly the funeral songs that you're known for. It is kind of amazing to see your career bookended at this point. And I, I, I see the story song, I Can Only Imagine. And now you have this incredible story song, Say I Won't. And sometimes, you know, you read the critics, uh, sort of those who analyze the industry say, yeah, there's really a trend away from story songs. But man, you come back to this and it packs such a punch. All these years that you've had to observe uh, what a story song could do, how it speaks to the heart. Do you understand it any more now than you did in the beginning? I don't know if I do. And just because <laughs> it's funny you say that because like um, um, we're doing this, we're doing this live, like a stream broadcast of the kind of the making of the album performances. And, uh, and so we have been having to watch like the edits and how it's working and and so there's a part in there and there's a song on the new album called the moment, which is a really, really special song to me. And it's literally painting a picture of when I got saved at 12 years old and, and not remembering the, the actual words in the prayer of salvation, but vividly remembering that after we prayed that pastor at that church camp telling me, hold on to this with everything that you have, because mm-hmm. no matter what happens, this is never going to let you down. And so it's me literally telling that story in the song. And so in the video, I was, I, I even said, I've said in a few interviews, I'm not a very good storyteller type songwriter. And everybody like what you said was like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, no, no, you understand. Like imagine is about my dad, but it's not painting the picture of my dad. It's because of it's the story. The story's more about where, where the, why the song came about. Mm-hmm. Imagine is about me just asking questions. What am I going to do when I see Jesus? And it's not because I was a super Christian. It was because I was so heartbroken that my dad's bedroom was empty and gone. And people saying, if he could choose heaven over you, he would. And as an 18-year-old, 
being angry that they would say that to me, like, what's wrong with me instead of heaven being great? Those questions were not because I was the next Billy Graham. It was me <laughs> coping with God. It's got to be amazing if he's willing to leave me just to be honest. And so wow. it's the story that comes with the song, but to actually be like a Bob Dylan or these guys that literally paint the picture in the song, I'm not good at that. Like say I won't, it's very inspiring. And if you never heard Gary's story, hopefully it'll still be inspiring, but it's the story attached to it. That's beautiful in my opinion. So that's what I meant when you said do and obviously wow. I'm still trying to figure it out. When you hear the moment, it's 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 a total package. Like it is such a beautiful I love the song so much because I've never tried to I'm used to writing so, say something inspiring, tell the story before the song starts. This I'm trying to put it all in there and it's been such a weird challenge and something I'm most proud of. So all that to say, when you said, do I understand? Maybe I don't because every time I say I'm not a story writing type guy, people are like, are you nuts? And so <laughs> pretty shocking to hear, but, but it's amazing. Thank you so much for your honesty. <laughs> Thank you for your authenticity. And sir, we respect your time so much. Bart Millard has been with us. Lead singer of the national treasure, Mercy B, the brand new record. Inhale, exhale. Thank you so much for being with us today, Bart. All right, man. Great talking to you. Great Have a good one. You. God bless you. Thanks for sharing in the story of this latest episode of Faith Radio's On the Road. For more on today's conversation and the full podcast archive of all our episodes, look for On the Road when you visit MyFaithRadio.com.